We are very excited to announce we're hosting our first Meetup in the Left Field 2022 on October 21st in Columbus, Ohio. We have Zoomed together for two years, and it is beyond time to meet face-to-face. The primary purpose of this meeting will be to meet your fellow left fielders, as well as to meet and interact with some of our community's favorite sponsors and professionals. The plan is to host a special infielder event Thursday night, October 20th, which will include appetizers, drinks, and the opportunity to connect with your Zoom friends. That will be followed by a full day of networking and meetings on Friday, October 21st. The cost to attend the event is $250. Members of the infield community will get a $100 discount and a free month of membership if they sign up before September 15th. We hope to see you soon in the left field. Hello, left fielders. This is the Infielder Spotlight Podcast powered by Left Field Investors. Our community is focused on networking and education to help people invest passively and think differently. Let's go. Welcome to the Infielder Spotlight episode, where one of our infielders share their story with host Chad Ackerman. Listen in to gain insights from our community on how to create financial freedom through passively investing in real assets that generate real cash flow. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Infielder Spotlight. I'm your host, Chad Ackerman. And with me today, I have infielder Nish. Nish, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Tell us who you are, where you're from, and what do you do? Thanks, Chad. I really appreciate it. First and foremost, thank you for what you guys are doing. Thanks for having me as a part of the community. I appreciate it. And I really, you know, I'm looking forward to everything I can learn and hopefully offer to the others at some point. No, thank you. Thanks. So my name is Nishant Shah. I am a physician in the northern suburbs of Chicago, born and raised in Chicago. Um, And uh, I'm in my mid-40s, got two little kids and looking to kind of figure out what the trajectory of my, you know, future is going to be. And and that sounds a lot crazier than what I mean. And I just mean, you know, in terms of kind of where the financial uh, well-being of my, you know, my whole kind of outlook is going to be. That sounds great. And help us out. We're getting a lot of questions for the community all the time. Are you accredited, non-accredited? At this point in my life, I am accredited. And so every investment I make, I, I have the good fortune of being able to say yes. That's fantastic. Great. So physician in Chicago area, tell us about your journey. How did you get into the passive real estate world from uh, the background that you come from and so forth? So great question, obviously, and that's why we're here. So if there's two parts to this answer, and one of them you don't even know because we didn't talk about it and I forgot to mention it. So I'm about 11 years out of residency. And so that means, you know, I've been in attending and making whatever salary I'm making and that waxes and wanes as the world goes and what my obligations and duties are. So I actually have invested in about five syndication slash funds. Three of them were ground up development. And it's a very good friend of mine who's a CFO of a development slash construction company over here. And and they do great projects. And, you know, I've gotten some returns, but obviously as you can imagine ground up development means you got to build it, then you got to stabilize it. And then with COVID and vacancies, as well as the market right now, selling is, is maybe not high up on the list. So those are three of them. Two funds where I was introduced by a friend of a friend and they had some strip malls and senior homes or whatever it was. I'm not, to be honest, I'm not even sure. And that's kind of <laughs> part and parcel of the point that I'm trying to make here. 
that's pretty passive. But, that's you know. very passive, and, <laughs> and and one might even consider it a little bit, you know, not intelligent. But we can cross that bridge later. <laughs> right. So one of those was sold. Honestly, don't remember the exact return I made on it. It was a, it was a very small investment. One is still ongoing, and then I invested in one syndication with a little bit more intelligence and education. Though I'm being very subjective and biased here because it's me. And that was about three months ago. So that hasn't even really started. So that's part one of the path. And how did I get into those things? It was just, hey, I'm finally in attending. I'm making some money and I'd like to invest and like to get a better return. But fully investing in my 401k and profit sharing and HSAs and all those good things that we talk about. So fast forward to where I am now and over the last year or two, much like I think everybody on the planet, everybody's thinking about financial independence, thinking about, you know, and maybe just financial well-being, so to speak, where it gives you the opportunity to not always be dependent on whatever it is that's, you know, in front of you, multiple income streams such that you're not, you know, kind of pigeonholed or back against the wall. And I think COVID was the, you know, kind of the instigator in that kind of thought process, right? And I'm sure many of your readers, you, whoever have thought the same thing. I, say, I think that's a big goal in the community with a lot of the infielders and listeners of just having that flexibility to make decisions differently than being required to be in the W-2. And you hit it right on the head, just flexibility, right? And, yeah. you know, to be honest with you, I don't think it's going to change anything in my day-to-day life. I like what I do. I love the people I work with. I love, you know, I'm an anesthesiologist. I love administering anesthesia and taking care of people and doing my best in that regard. But to have the flexibility is always a good thing in life. So fast forward to where we are today, and I really thought about active real estate. And so I was reading and looking into it and even got together with a good friend of mine who's another physician. And we're like, let's buy this or let's do this. And, you know, talking to people I knew. But at one point, something dawned on me. And I said that even if we do this, we will make mistakes. We're very you know, confident in our ability. We were able to become physicians. So we think that we can educate ourselves at some point, you know, very well. But there will be mistakes and that's okay. But there's a lot of time investment. So the trading time for money is still there. Well, if we're going to trade time for money, I'd rather do what I'm doing because I studied God way too many years <laughs> and and I think I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> right. So then it went to passive real estate and then I kind of immersed myself and I'm still in that process. There's no doubt about it. I'm not at the top of the mountain yet, but or, or close even, but I'm reading, I'm listening to podcasts, reading articles, talking to, you know, wonderful people such as yourself, becoming involved in these kinds of groups, talking to, you know, people I know who've done it or not done it and, you know, kind of getting on every operator's list that I potentially can get on so I can at least learn, right? Do math and, and get, you know, educated on these terms. And so then what I realized is that is there's a way in which to get what I want without having to sacrifice my time currently. Now there's, everybody talks about it, due diligence up front, you're active at the beginning. So obviously I'm not going to rehash those because I think those ideals and thought processes have been, you know, talked about ad nauseum as they should. And so that's kind of where I'm at in terms of what I want to do passive real estate wise. Hi, I'm Matt Piccini, here to help you learn to produce passive income, write your own story, and direct your dollars toward positive change. My book, Backstage Guide to Real Estate, will take you through the highlights and the lowlights of my adventures in real estate, starting as a rank amateur just leaving the acting world, all the way to where I am now, an owner of thousands of apartment units across the country. This book is my story in passive real estate investment. Yours will be different, reflecting your priorities, goals, and sense of purpose, but I'm hoping that our stories will share one thing, the belief that passive investment is the road to financial freedom. 
and that you can use that freedom to improve your own life and the life of your family and leave your community, your country, and even the world a little better than you found it. Are you ready? <laughs> Good. Then go to Pacheni.com to get more info on the book. The first annual Spartan Investor Summit is an exclusive two-day experience on California's iconic Lake Tahoe. 50 serious investors and eight amazing speakers are gathering at the Landing Resort and Spa for this intimate event focused on knowledge sharing, meaningful connections, and recession-resistant investment strategies that will help you live your best life. Featured speakers include Clint Coons, Rich Fetke, Ron LaPointe, Vicki Schiff, and Toby Mathis, along with Spartan's own Scott Lewis, Ryan Gibson, and Ben Lapidus. If you're ready to learn more about recession-resistant investment strategies while meeting like-minded leaders from around the country, click the link on our podcast page to learn more about the sessions, speakers, and adventures that await at the Spartan Investor Summit. Space is limited, so don't wait. That's great. No, I think there's a lot of good nuggets in there. That education is so important. Understanding that time value of money or just value of your time, I guess I should say, is very important that a lot of people don't consider when they're jumping into this just because they watched an TV program and think it's fun to go try that. I could flip a house. I got good decorating skills, you know. So I, I think it's great that you've done the due diligence you have to educate yourself on what makes sense for you at this point in time in your life anyway. So that's good. As you've gone through all of this, can you speak to some of the resources that have helped you along the journey as you've educated yourself, gotten into the community, gotten, you know, prepared to jump into this bigger than what you have in the past? So that's a great, great question. And it's a multifaceted answer. And I'm, and I'm, forgive me because I will leave something out. <laughs> so podcast, no doubt about it, right? And and you can cherry pick podcasts. So I think one thing that I would I would kind of just urge individuals out there is, you know, get podcast recommendations from whoever it is that you're getting the recommendations from, or whether they're articles or, you know, random people out there and pick and choose what you want to listen to. So I always kind of look at the summary and look and say, does that serve the purpose that I'm looking for? Or did something just interesting pop up? And so there's a bunch of operators and sponsors that are out there. And obviously through very good advice that you gave me, just be, you know, caution yourself as to are they marketing very well there or are they actually giving you good information? But again, the resources are there. So you'll learn things through podcasts. I've read articles since I'm a physician. I have you know read a lot from the Passive Income MD, the White Coat Investor, and these guys have a lot of resources that they put out there. And so that's helped a lot. I would be remiss if on such a wonderful podcast as yours, I did not say the left field investors as one of the first and foremost top resources. But it's true because you're getting in there and you're with a bunch of like-minded people. You know that right from the outset. At least it's it's a laser-focused group in our community, that's for sure, which is helpful when you're asking questions to the group. Absolutely. And, and, you know, I'm a physician. So some may be physicians, some may be engineers, some may be lawyers, some may be laborers, some may be who really cares, but we have a common agenda and a common goal, right? Exactly. And so what I don't know, another individual can provide. And I think in passive real estate, you know, and, and since I'm a physician, I'll talk to that. It's not like a fourth year medical student knows more than a second year medical student, but you guys are on the same path. And at some point you'll end up at the same place. Here, there are things that I'm not going to know 
but somebody else who's been through the ringer, invested with an operator, had a good experience, had a bad experience, or whatever the situation may be. I'm not guaranteed that education as I am in medical school. Eventually, I'll become that fourth-year med student. Eventually, I'll become a resident and attending because that education is there for me, and it's on that path. But with left-field investors, for example, you get a plethora of people, and they may have taken a path that I will never have the good fortune or the bad fortune of taking, but I can get the education from them. Exactly. No, I think that's a great point. I think that's the beauty and why we encourage people to get involved with a community, whether it's left field or another or multiple, is that diversity of background, that diversity of experience. I think it's an amazing industry that I, as an HR professional, can have a strong conversation with you as a physician and we're both adding value to the conversation. Yeah, absolutely. There may not right? be many other topics we could do that in, but in real estate, yeah. we could do that. <laughs> Unless one of us is getting in trouble, right? But we'll put that aside. That's so, fair. you know, the benefit of of having people like we do in Left Field Investors, and, and listen, I was not told to plug Left Field Investors, <laughs> you know, and I'm saying this truly because there's fact in it, is that everybody really is is there for the common goal and the same purpose. And it's not a no-sum game. If somebody else wins, that doesn't mean I can't win. And there is something there that people have to realize is that in passive real estate, if they get it, that means I can get it too. It's not that only one person can win. And so in there, the willingness of others to help you and to show you their path and what they were able to gain clarity on is so abundant and so many people want to pay it forward. And so that's helped a lot. I've read articles, you know, there's so many of these forums out there. I think Brian Burke's hands-off investor, which I'm only, what, 40 pages into or whatnot. But <laughs> but the fact of the thing is, is that there's a lot of stuff there. And I think the, the main piece of advice that I would offer is to immerse yourself. Immerse yourself comes in many ways, shapes, and forms. It could be, for example, for me, the drive to and from work, I'm listening to podcasts. Here and there, if I can read a few pages a night, at some point, I'll get there. I'm having this wonderful conversation with you. There's many different ways to do it, but you know, it's those small steps that lead to bigger, larger you know, accomplishments a little bit later on. No, I think that's great to go back to kind of your mentality of the industry. I agree with you. It it feels like the info share is part of what makes this industry great to me. It's a very rising tide raises all ships kind of mentality of I don't need to keep secrets. I can share what I'm doing. Maybe it works for you. Maybe it doesn't, but at least it gets you educated some more that maybe it's something you can do down the road if it's not today too, because it's not going to take anything out of my pocket. I don't mind sharing it with everybody else. So I think it's great. So you kind of hit on this. My next question was going to be around lessons learned advice. You've kind of been dropping tidbits on that, but anything you want to expand on on that, what you've learned and along your journey where you are today? Yes, I do. And I need to take this advice myself. And so I think there's a difference between education. There's a difference between learning. There's a difference between action, execution, implementation. Some of these words are synonymous. Some of them are not. And I know that people talk about analysis paralysis, and that's a term that's thrown around. And then there's the shiny object syndrome where it's like, you know, so so there's a balance between not analyzing too much, but then also not just dropping a bunch of your hard-earned money on the shiny object just because it's right there in front of you. And there has to be a balance that's stricken. And I think more education leads you to that balance. So then there's that you know nice little continuum. So what I would tell people is that this journey, as you call it, and I think that that's apt, this process that we're describing here is not one that will garner you the results that you're looking for tomorrow. You know, everybody talks about get rich quick scheme and it's not a scheme and you're not going to get rich quick no matter what your initial capital contribution is. But I've been talking about this snowball effect. And if you disciplined, educate yourself, hopefully don't make too many mistakes, if at all, 
that snowball will become very big. You know, one of those Chicago snowstorms that I know all too well. <laughs> right. And you'll get to where you want to be. Now, again, everybody's goals are different. Mine, yours, and whoever's listening out there, they're all different. Yep. But I think getting educated, but at some point taking the plunge and the plunge can be very small. You know, for example, I'm going to get together with some friends and we're going to fill out the tribe vest uh, portal and put it all in. And that way we get to kind of do this together. So that's another maybe piece of advice is if you do it with someone else, it doesn't feel as lonely or as scary. And then you can diversify, you can mitigate risk, you can, you know, get a couple more deals under your belt. And then if one does go wrong, you don't have that sour taste in your mouth because another four that you did at least got you something. And you're like, hey, this thing actually works because people are only going to believe it when they see it. Yep, I agree. No, I think that's a great way to get started. I encourage lots of people that are new to this, look at the tribe, that group investing process to minimize your risk and make you feel more comfortable with doing this until you're ready to go bigger, if you will. I like the advice of taking action as well. I think we do get hung up in the education side of it and not feeling we're fully educated. So we want to listen to more podcasts. We want to read more books, whatever. But there's no better education than taking action. Whether it goes well or not, you're going to learn a lot from just doing that that will get you ready to go do the next one and so forth. But but I get I struggle with the first step, too. So people got to get comfortable. I would add one thing. And while, again, I'm the one that said this and you agreed and we're both on the same page when it's your hard earned money. And you know, the countless hours you've worked, you know, the wanting to be 100% educated, I don't find anything wrong with that because I'm in that same boat, right? Physicians are conservative by, nat- by nature. And so, you know, I'm probably the prime example of this. But when I say take the plunge and, and have some action, trust your education, trust your ability to have analyzed whatever you've read and to take, in out, take out the things that matter to you that help you make this decision appropriately. Make sure you realize that you do now have that education. Now, you may be at 50% of where you ultimately want to be, but don't forget that you do have 50% education, which was a lot more than you had a month ago, a year ago, or whatever that timeline is for you. That's great. Nope. I think that's spot on. I really like that a lot. I'm going to use that again. I'm going to steal that from you. Sorry. I should have copyrighted it. (laughs) Yes, you should have. (laughs) Great stuff. So where are you headed? What's next for you then on this journey? I actually have a meeting with three of my friends. So the four of us sometime this week, I put together an agenda. I did a lot of stuff I never saw myself doing. I'm not much (laughs) of a put an agenda together type of guy and get people huddled up, but I'm really, you know, kind of, I'm stoked about this. I'm I'm invigorated by this. I I want to bring along people who have a like mindset and maybe need a little pushing along, but more importantly, it's fun. It's kind of fun to do it together. If if nothing else, we get a little break and we get to talk a little bit. Club mentality, you know? Exactly. Right. You know, hopefully the wives let us continue the club. (laughs) But, and if my wife's listening, I'm sorry. So (laughs) we'll edit that out. Yeah, (laughs) right. Exactly. So, so that's kind of where we're going. We're going to, you know, kind of figure out what our thesis is, what our direction is, what we're looking for, narrow it down to asset classes, hopefully narrow it down to operators, or at least get exposed to operators, figure out what our criteria are, all these things that I've learned and listened. Now to execute that going to be a touch harder and we may come calling on you guys, but, but that's where we're at. It sounds like you've got a good path in front of you mapped out the way we would encourage people to do it. So you're on the right track. I appreciate that very much. Yeah. Nish, I really appreciate you coming on today. This is a lot of great stuff. I appreciate you sharing the journey and everything else. And I wish you the best of luck. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate everything you guys have done. Honestly, for me and everybody else out there, it means a lot for what you guys are doing. You're putting a lot of time and effort into it. So keep doing what you're doing because we need it. Thank you again. And I'll be calling you soon. Thank you to those that are listening in today. We appreciate your support as well. And we'll see you next time in the spotlight. 
Since you are here listening to this podcast, there's a good chance you're investing with a group of people. Whether you're investing with family or friends or like-minded people in the left field investors community, group investing is a strategy that can get you into more deals, help you diversify, and go beyond what you can achieve by yourself. Before TribeVest came along, it was difficult to overcome all the hurdles associated with group investing. It was basically a strategy reserved for the wealthy, not anymore. Now, TribeVest helps your group with everything from incorporation, collaboration, banking, and equity management tools all in a single place, so you can focus on building wealth with the people you know, like, and trust. I'm using TribeVest for all five, now six, of my investor tribe. It's a game changer. Check them out at TribeVest.com. Thanks for hanging out in the infield with us today. If you're interested in becoming an infielder, you can find us at leftfieldinvestors.com or you can send me an email directly at chad at leftfieldinvestors.com. Thank you for listening to the Passive Investing from Left Field podcast. If you enjoy the show, please go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts and rate and review the show. This show is for entertainment purposes only. Nothing said on the show should be considered financial advice. Before making any decisions, consult a professional. This show is copyrighted by Passive Investing from Left Field and Left Field Investors. Written permissions must be granted before syndication or rebroadcasting.